Alright, sound check. Sound check. Is this thing on? Nah, I'm just playing. I don't even really care. Um, I watched a, a TikTok the other day, and the guy said that there's something that we have in common. He was a, com- a comedian. He was doing some stand-up. If I remember his name at any point during this recording, I'll, I'll shout him out. But, um, I don't know. Check my recently liked, and you'll see it. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm not TikTok, bro. Um... He's talking about how, you know, we we are very independent people as New Yorkers, you know, and I want to say as Americans, but as New Yorkers, and we don't we don't often come together like we do when there's some major horrific tragedy, i.e., nine eleven. So nine eleven happens, we all start banding together, community, team spirit. Go USA, whatever the fuck the case may be. Stronger than ever. Together we, you know, unite. Whatever the fuck the poster said. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. But why does it have to be over tragedy? Why do people always look for God when they're about to die? You know, that type of mentality. You you, you forget the, the power in community. And you, you're not civilized no more. You're not civilized no more. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Um... You live in a, in a community. I live in a community. that It's kind of secluded in a sense where it's defined as, as the map of the block. So it's, like I've said this before, it's a giant oval with cross streets in the middle. And everybody, for the most part, knows everybody. Now, yesterday, during the day, uh, I came outside to go pick up my neighbor from Bingo because that's what you do in a community. You give your neighbor a ride when she's 78 and she wants to go play some Bingo but she's not comfortable driving all the time. Sometimes she's like, yeah, I want to drive today. And, you know, the whole day you worry, is she dead? Is Am I ever going to see her again? You know, and then she gets home and you're like, good for you. You fucking did it, bitch. I'm proud of you. Um, so anyway, I get out the car to go pick her up. I get, get, go to get in the car to go pick her up from bingo. This is a bumpy-ass motherfucking road. I know damn well the city knows how to pave streets and make them straight. Why are we letting this rock like this? Why can't nobody afford this? I pay so many fucking taxes, bro. Um, damn. <laughs> then they wonder why the cars is always in the mechanic. They, they make the cars like shit. They make the roads like shit. I swear to God, when I was younger and I first started driving, I used to think that the tire company had a deal with the city not to fix certain streets just to put the wear and tear on the car. But, again, I believe in conspiracies, so that may not be true. But I believe that shit is true. Anyway, fucking the cops are lining the block when I come outside. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Cops, I can't even go up my block. I got to go a whole nother route to get to where I'm going because the cops are lining the block. They're surrounding this house. It's getting wild. They just keep coming. I stand in the middle of the street and I watch because this is my neighborhood. My kids are in this house. I'm watching. I'm thinking about going down there and just joining, joining the crew and, you know, giving my insight, my input, getting the information firsthand from the law enforcement, which I want to shout out also because y'all handled shit. Um, at one point, they were like, fuck it, and they broke the window open. I saw them pulling shit because I believe the dude had barricaded himself in the house. Um, and it'll be on the news, so you'll hear the, the true story, but he barricaded himself in the house after stabbing somebody, chasing another lady with a knife, going wild, like something snapped him something snapped him now my other neighbor said that this dude lived in his neighborhood his whole life i've never seen this motherfucker but i probably have 
But he's probably just something that's so familiar because he's in the neighborhood. He's part of the community. But I had no idea this motherfucker was crazy. Ever in my life did I see him walk by my house. Nothing. So to find out that he'd been living there the whole time and it's going to happen any day. And, you know, that's scary. That's scary, but this is my community. So had I did know when I moved in, I probably would have kept an eye out for him. I might have even befriended the motherfucker. Because if he's going to snap one day and I'm the one that's making cookies and making sure he gets a dish, he ain't going to kill me. You know what I mean? And that's okay. That's okay. Or somebody's got to know him. Talk him down off the ledge. You know, instead of busting up that house to get this motherfucker out, we could have just came outside the neighborhood. Hey, Billy, whatever the fuck his name is. What's going on, bud? You want to come outside? We got the cookies, the ones you like with the raisins. And then all of a sudden, nobody's getting stabbed up. Nobody's house is getting ripped apart to get inside. And it's a whole nother world that we could be living in. But we don't choose that. And I don't know why we don't choose that. But neither here nor there. That would never happen in a real community. That would never happen. Because we would all know. You know what I mean? Think about a community where, okay, Miss uh, Miss Jimmy. Whatever, I just make shit up. Come on, Wally, get in the house. You act like we got all day. I'm going to shut the door. Hurry up then. <coughs> Miss Jimmy's roof is leaking. You know? And you got three different construction company owners in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. They all live in the neighborhood. And they all give her a quote, right? About what it's going to cost. And of course, she's going to go with the cheapest one. But what if... Your community had that, that came with the community. You move into the neighborhood, everybody introduces themselves. You might even have a block party. There's a new neighbor in the neighborhood. Let's all get to know each other. Never, 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 never take Miss Smith's casserole. That shit is nasty. But if What's-Her-Face brings over fresh pickles that she pickled herself, take that. Get two if you can, right? A neighborhood, a community. What's fucked up about those two words, neighborhood and community, is we learn about them in, like, third-grade social studies and it's it's drawn out on a map to us and it's it we're taught boundaries this is this neighborhood within this neighborhood are these communities and that's kind of around when we're introduced to race and class because when you start to look around you notice that those lines that were drawn on those maps that you had to fucking fill in and color for extra credit in the third grade look a lot like outside like a lot more than it should like in the neighborhood There's communities that determine the prosperity or value of the fucking neighborhoods, which then turns community into something that we're now segregating. This particular community, on average, lives like this. Go to any neighborhood, find this particular community. Here's where it comes into racism and segregation and all that bullshit. And if you see that community populating that neighborhood... This is probably what that means. What? What? Do y'all remember my 50,000 people and $100 in a bank account a month fucking rant? Imagine, imagine this for like three minutes because if, if I just played the lotto, I bought, I bought two lotto tickets for that big one, right? And I think that shit pops off today. So tomorrow could be the next chapter of my life or it could be tomorrow. We don't know. But let's just say it's the next chapter of my life. I'm buying Staten Island. Tell me I'm not. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm going to buy the people trust. 
that's what I'm going to buy. Because here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm, I don't even know how much money it is. Does it say it on the ticket? Fuck, I think I lost the ticket. Where would I put something like that? Probably on the table to get destroyed. The cat probably, I found it. Uh, What's that number on there? Nope, they don't even, they, the number's so big, they don't even put it on the ticket, right? So here's what I'm going to do. I got a lot of friends, right? So I'm going to take my community and grow it. Grow it so big that I dominate the borough. Ready? Not by myself. Because I don't believe in fucking... What is it called? Uh, dictators. <laughs> okay, Russia. Um, and I also don't believe in democracy. Okay, America? Here's what I believe in. I win, I don't know, $3 billion. Who the fuck knows what the prize is? doesn't matter what I win. Because if I win the big pot, or even half the big pot, my idea is still going to work. You know why it's going to work? Because... I am a force to be fucked with. Ready? Listen to this. I got a friend who bartends like nobody's business. I'm buying that bitch a bar. Not only am I buying her a bar, right? I'm going to give her a year's amount of money that she would normally have, just her average year to date, for her pocket. Then I'm going to give her, I don't know, a year's capital for the restaurant. I mean the bar. Sorry. Don't take it to the restaurant. This is a bar. This is a bar with bar food and karaoke and fucking, yeah, that shit's going to be lit. It's got to have an outdoor patio. This is all I'm saying. I'm going to be an angel investor because I don't want to work there. I don't want to come check the property. That's hers. That's all hers. It's all in her name. Do I get a royalty? Absolutely. When does that happen? When she starts kicking off. When she's no longer living off the money that I gave her to get the startup. And she's making money off the bar. That's when I want to come in and say, okay, I'm ready to take that pre-discussed cut. Pre-discussed. Thank you. Still set for life. We taking over the bar scene. That's that. Because she's the best I know. So why wouldn't I put her in that position to take over the bar scene? <clears throat> Not only that, but once you see how this operates, other people are going to want more of that. And less of... Name brand shit. You understand? So I got a friend who who I know was a chef. I'm not sure how good of a chef. No offense. I'm not going to lie about it. It's the truth. I'm assuming like, you know, you did all right. So I'm going to give that man a restaurant. That man gets a restaurant. And he gets the same startup package as my bar does. Because that's an investment. These are investments. So now I got a really fucking dope bar. I got a really fucking dope restaurant. And those two families who are close to me set for fucking forever. This is a recession-proof plan because it's taking over. It's taking over. This is how money works. You don't put it in your pocket and get your private jet flight going and, and, and have a different bathing suit every day. You set up the community. You make where you stand the most solid ground in the world. And if you could bring everybody along with you, that's what you fucking do. All right, I got I got a few friends who are quite capable when it comes to creative matters, and I always like the idea of having like a, an all inclusive catering business: food, drinks, party favors, decoration, fucking cakes, cupcake, whatever the fuck, matching shirts, photo booth, all inclusive. You gonna throw a one year old's birthday party? You come here. We got every budget available. You gonna throw a fifty? Year anniversary, you come here. We got everything all inclusive and budgets for everybody. I would set those people, those friends, 
up with a, a fucking company, an operating company. They have the skill. They just need the, the capital, the network, you know, all that bullshit, the space and the means. Same deal. Same deal. Same deal. Now I have an entertainment company, right? Which could turn into so many things. Because the more parties you get X to do, the bigger you get. And then all of a sudden, these people that stick their money in their back pocket for a living want to use your service. Now you're bringing those people into a whole nother ball game where they could eat up all that money, but it still comes back to the community. You know what I mean? We're not giving our money to you. Whatever we need, we got. We do that. We do that. I know mad people with construction, plumbing, electrical skills. Why am I not starting a construction company with everything you need? Electric, plumbing, drywall, redesign. I know people who do this for a living. And I know somebody who would run this and be grateful to run it with the same deal. Now, at the end of the day, I may run out of money. But you know what I'll never run out of? Community. Think about that. Think about that. We're over here begging these big-ass banks for loans, handouts, and help. And we're getting shut down because of the, the fucking neighborhood we live in or the community we belong to or the status box we have to check. When we could just be running shit within our neighborhoods as a community with no separation for color, employment, fucking class, social, or financial... Fuck that. You know how many jobs we just made with those businesses we just started? All because we won the lottery? We. All because we won the lottery. We sit around waiting for shit to happen. Putting eggs in baskets that that were never weaved properly. It's just a fucking startup kit. And it's not going nowhere. Let's change the game. Now, the odds of me winning the lottery... And tomorrow being more than just tomorrow, are very slim. So this is obviously a pipe dream. But is it so unrealistic? Is it? 